Welcome to another episode of the Zero Box Price Podcast, the podcast that serves you three scoops of pop culture and nutritional, fun-filled energy, stamina. We're, we're, we're giving you everything. We are giving you everything. And I'm here with my other host, the man with the master plan, the ghost with the most. Here he is one more time for everybody out there. My buddy, Aaron Smelter. Aaron. I love, I love it, man. I love your intros, <laughs> and, and 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 Steve's bringing all the energy. I just woke up, <laughs> so Steve Steve's got all the energy. He's got. I don't know what the hell he's on. He's got. He's got. He's on the sugar smack cereal or something. Because man, I wish I, I could take a tenth of his energy right now because I am exhausted. <laughs> for the and for and for those listening right now, uh, Aaron just woke up like thirty minutes ago. And now we're jumping on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> and the funny thing about it is that we usually do these on Friday nights, and I was out of it from working, and you know, just our schedules are all over the place. So like it's Monday, and we're recording this right now in the afternoon, and we got 45 minutes to do this show, but we're gonna do it, we're gonna do it because we love you guys and we want to get something out there. So uh Aaron, how's everything with you, man? It's good, man. It's good. My family's healthy. Everybody's good. Um, you know, glad to see the numbers going down. Excited, you know, that they announced that the flea market's opening up early. So everything's everything's good. Everything's great. Oh, man. I cannot wait for the flea market to open up. Ah, the hunting begins all over again. Everybody get your Elmer Fudd hats on. Cause, uh, <laughs> we, are, we are definitely going hunting. Be careful, Steve. Be careful. You know, you might get canceled. Don't get canceled. I know we're going to talk about it later, but, you know. Oh, God. Yeah, we will talk about cancel culture. There's a lot going on in the entertainment world right now. Uh, but we're get, we're 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 gonna get into that, man. But before we get into that, man, Aaron, uh, I just want to tell you that uh, I beat this morning on the PS5 the Spider-Man game, Miles Morales, and wow, what a great, great epic game! This was like my first time actually dabbling with the PS5, and it took me two days to beat, but it was an awesome, awesome game. And uh, Aaron, I don't know, did you play the original Spider-Man game? I played i played the one on like the playstation 2 i mean that's that's kind of like how far back i'm going um i played like a spider-man game i didn't i haven't played any of the newer ones on the newer consoles but i heard that they're fantastic yeah it's amazing the graphics are great the storyline to this game with miles morales is is amazing and and if you guys haven't played it man and i understand that the ps5s you know it's a hard thing to come by my little brother got lucky and picked one up but you know you can also get it on the ps4 so i recommend people to check that out play that game um so yeah so i did that this morning and uh speaking of you know we always we always start the show with our pickups so let me tell you what i picked up 
Uh, I had a 25% off uh, Target Circle app uh, certificate coupon, and I went to my local Target. And, you know, I'm going down the Star Wars aisle, obviously. There's no Star Wars figures, as always. Um, you know, same thing with Marvel Legends. There's pretty much nothing there, bare to the bones. I did find, <sighs> miraculously, there was a Baxter Stockman two-pack there from NECA. I... I couldn't believe it because Aaron, you've been helping me out on those, man. Yeah, they they're uh, they're hard to find. I still have not seen the um, what is it, the Rat King and Vern? Yeah, too fast. I, I I have not seen those at all. Yeah, I haven't seen those either, man. But funny story is that so I, I'm walking down the aisle and I see this guy, and I can tell right away he's a scalper because he has all the Masters of the Universe Origins inside of his car a couple of transformers a couple of star wars and he just has it filled to the brim and i'm like okay um i see a shira i wanted to pick up a shira so i ask him i'm like hey man are you gonna grab all of those and he's like um if you want it just give me an extra seven eight bucks and i was like wait a minute so you're scalping me in the store you want me to give you seven eight dollars for the figure that you have in your cart right now so I'm about to pay $22, $23 when the figure is like $15. And you want me to give you an extra $7, $8 for it? Like, it's gotten to the point where people are doing this. Like, you want me to give you money for the figure that you have in the store right now? It is unbelievable. Yeah, it's, uh, that's insane. And I probably would have just been like, hey, I probably would have went to management. I would have pulled a Karen. I would have been like, hey, this dude's <laughs> trying to sell stuff from his cart in your store. Like, you know, I understand, like, if it's in his cart, that's fine. But, like, you know, he's trying to sell stuff in his cart in your store. You should probably go talk to this guy. That is just that is just insane. I mean, the, the whole community... Um, it's almost like a virus, you know, the, the scalping culture is like a virus in the toy collecting community, you know, and because, you know, I've said it before in the podcast, because we don't have a KB toys, because we don't have a toys R Us, because we don't have these standalone toy stores anymore. And they're, you know, you can only find it at Target or Walmart or Walgreens or whatever, you know, I think that's causing a lot of these distribution issues and these issues in general, because, you know, you can't just walk into a toy store and get the toys. And even then, you know, sometimes there was hard to find stuff, which I understand. But like, at least you could be like, OK, look, I'm going to go to Toys R Us today and look for toys. You know, it, it's getting to the point now where people are just clearing the shelves. And, you know, I felt bad. There was a little kid at Target yesterday and he's looking around and he like the stuff is bare. You know, he's getting a figure that he really doesn't want. Because that's the only thing there, you know? Wow. Yeah, that, that is sad, man. And, and, you know, I miss Toys R Us, man. At least having a dedicated toy store where you can find everything. Because nowadays, we're all just running around like chickens with our head cuts off. Just trying oh, to find yeah. some of these toys, man. Yeah. And it, it, it's, it's getting to the point where, like, if you're having somebody telling you, give me money to get this out of my car... That's when you know that the state of toy collecting is just like out of control. And not just toys, just everything in general is just going up. Mm -hmm. People are like, oh. and don't get me started with the, the Pokemon trading cards. Because I just saw a guy literally two weeks ago going to Target and buy like a whole box of mm -hmm. just Pokemon cards. Like the whole box. Like, And the poor teenage kid was just putting them out. And he's like, just give me the whole box. 
So, like, I don't know, man. Like, we're getting to this point where, like, it's almost like we're mindless zombies. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, well, everybody's just of, selfish. That's all it is. Oh, my God. But, yeah, so I picked up Shira. Uh, she's here with some of my Masters of the Universe Origins figures. Um, I haven't seen any of the Wave 2, which is, like, Oracle, Scareglow. Haven't found any of those yet, but we'll see. But, uh, Aaron, have you picked up any toys or anything? Yeah, the I guess the most recent um like in in store purchases that I've found, I found um the new Kenner Marvel Legends set. They're like the three and three quarters inch um Marvel figures. Nice. They they're they're really nice. Um so I was able to find a few of them. You know, they've been hitting shelves kind of you know, sparingly here and there. So I ended up getting a Hulk, Magneto. I got uh, Captain Marvel, C- Carol Danvers. I got um, Elektra and Iceman. The package art is really cool because it's almost like that retro package art. And, um, you know, they're three and three quarters inch, you know, so they're a little bit smaller. But I think, like, uh, you know, the package art is really what sells it on those figures. I don't know if you've seen those at all in, in your stores yet. Yeah, actually, uh was there a Magneto that was released, actually? I think yeah. I saw a Magneto. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I bumped into one of those at Target. Yeah, that three, three-quarter inch. It looks pretty cool, man. Like, yeah. you know, it, you know it, it, it's funny because I, I think I mentioned this in one of the other podcasts, but the only line of figures that they haven't done three and three-quarter inch are Ghostbusters for some reason. Like, you know, G.I. Joe has them. Um, uh, like, there's a lot of, like three and three quarters like you know because you want to fit some of these figures into vehicles but like Mm -hmm. i know that a lot of ghostbuster fans when they get their ghostbuster figures like you know especially the new ones they want them to fit in like these ecto ones or like the vehicles coming out now but the problem is is like you know hasbro isn't gonna make a huge vehicle just to fit you know these 12 inch figures or eight inch figures in them like it's just too big like to build so yeah, um, the new Ecto one that was just released. There was a the kind of a rumor, you know, um, the Ghostbusters Af- Afterlife Ecto one that they just released a couple months ago, maybe two months ago. Um, it fits three and three quarters inch perfectly. Like you know, like I guess somebody took a three and three quarters inch like Star Wars figure, or GI Joe figure, or something, and put it inside the Ecto one, and it fit perfectly. So it's kind of like, are they finally going to do a three, three quarters inch line for Ghostbusters? Who knows? But um, the, f- the figures do fit nicely. So we'll see. But I mean, like even like the old Ecto one, the original Ecto one, which I heard that they're going to be um, it's going to be hitting shelves uh, later this year. Um, that one, you know, at least it wasn't, you know, three and three quarters inch, but it was what? four five five inch figures i don't know yeah the, the you know the 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 original real ghostbusters figures you could fit your character you know you two characters in the front seat you know of that one yeah yeah it's funny man um that's a great segue right now that we're talking about you know the re-release of the ecto one so let's get into some toy news man because there's some stuff going on over here in, in the toy world so hasbro is having on march 15th um they're having their um hasbro um almost like a re-release uh not re-release but almost like a release date of their upcoming lines that are coming up uh, um and i know that ghostbusters is one of them uh i think gi joe is one of them 
But the Ecto-1 is being re-released again, the original Ecto-1. And I think it's going to go for like $50. Uh, along with the Ecto-1, they're re-releasing the uh, Fearsome Flush Ghost, that little mm -hmm. toilet seat guy with the tongue coming out of the toilet. Uh Ooh, I would hate to be the person to sit on that toilet. <laughs> <laughs> Talking about a douche, huh? <laughs> Ooh, is there a little tongue down there? <laughs> yeah, but uh, yeah, so we got Fearsome Flush and we got the Bug Eye Ghost coming out. But uh, And for those that haven't seen the Bug Eye Ghost, that big purple ghost with a huge eyeball in the middle. Mm -hmm. um, and then when you squeeze it, the eyeball pops out. But apparently they had to redesign uh, the re-release figure just so that uh, kids don't get hurt with the whole string thing. Um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, uh, that, that just goes back to, you know, how the 80s, you know, they, we had some toys that we probably shouldn't have had. But at the same time, like, you know, it's a toy, you know, like, I mean, I remember having the bug eye ghost, the original bug eye ghost and, you know, popping it. And, you know, I mean, hell, like there were so many other things that freaking popped out or shot out or whatever. And it's like, you know, it's a toy. It's supposed to be fun, you know, but they, I feel like now it's like, you know, everything is you got to be safe. You know, you got to, you know, nobody wants to get sued and all this other crap. And, you know, it's just it, to me, it's just you got to you got to stop at some point. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, you know, I, that all started with the um, the rocket firing Boba Fett. Uh, apparently some kid died. <laughs> well, I rocket. mean, like that was that, that, I mean, I can understand that that happened because, you know, well, the it wasn't the rocket firing Boba Fett. It was the Battlestar Galactica ship and it had a firing missile on the front and some older brother shot it at his younger brother and it went in his throat. I can't remember if the kid did pass away, but he cho he choked on it, you know, and I think they, they, they you know, so if you have a Battlestar Galactica ship that worth a, more, a lot more because then they recalled all those toys and um re you know, re-released it so that the missile didn't fire and that in turn changed the rocket firing Boba Fett. Can you imagine like like <laughs> some bank robber just holding up a bank? Everybody step back, step back. I got a Battlestar Galactica firing. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I, I I can understand that one because somebody did get hurt, but at the same time, like how many people got hurt from an eyeball from a ghost? I mean, that maybe shoots out at like, I don't know, 10 miles an hour. You know what I mean? Like, I popped that thing at, you know, my parents. I popped it at, you know, like, I mean, like, it doesn't hurt. You know, it's like, if anything, it's just annoying, you know, but it's just like, I just don't get it. It That to me, you know, kind of just rubs me the wrong way where they're like, oh, we're going to re-release this, but it has to be safe. You know, it's like the, the yeah. eyeball is going to be like a, a foam instead of a hard plastic. It's like, come on. Yeah, man. It's it's like, listen, and first of all, it doesn't have to be safe because you know who's going to be buying these? Us. Adults. And they're not going to come out of the package. Yeah, they're not going to come out of the package. You know, I'm going to be the one buying it. I'm a 39-year-old man, you know, buying, <laughs> <laughs> you know, action figures from the 80s. So it's not going to be no kid buying these. These are catered to us. You don't have to make it safe for us. Right. Oh, Aaron, I just hit myself in the eye with the bug eye goes. <laughs> oh, man. But, yeah, so we got that coming up from Kenner. I know they have uh, some G.I. Joe figures. Um, anyways. 
they're gonna do a whole reveal online so look out for that um hasbro is you know killing it and, and the, you know they're trying to make money off old properties and again like it's gonna be people like us that are gonna be buying it and also speaking of figures man i want to talk about NECA right now because aaron did you see the ninja turtles in disguise pack that's gonna be coming out yeah yeah i did see that i thought that was uh pretty neat <laughs> Okay, so I started dabbling, collecting the uh, NECA cartoon turtle figures. Um, I used to stay just with the movie figures, but, you know, I got the Krang now. I got the metal head, and then you ended up picking me up the uh, Baxter Sp- uh, Stockman and, and Splinter 2-pack. Yeah. And when I saw this, because I don't have the cartoon turtles, so mm-hmm. this is the Turtles in Disguise. It's going to be a big pack. It comes with all four of them. Um, I do think that the baby masks, they look kind of scary and kind of weird in a way. Well, yeah. but I'm not going to display them with the mask on. Now, the pants come off. Mm, that sounds <laughs> a little bit too cheap. <laughs> Ooh, Raphael, I'm about to take the pants off. <laughs> so I will be displaying my turtles with their pants off. Uh, but it's cool, man, because if you didn't get the uh, original line of the turtles when they came out, uh, the NECA cartoons, like you can get them all in one pack. And I think it's going to go retail for $100. Of course, it's going to be one of those Target exclusive things. And good luck to everybody trying to find these, man, because uh, I'm going to say this. If it's going for 100 and scalpers are going to try to grab these, you best believe they're going to put these up on eBay for like two to $300. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, I, I, I still, you know, I wish NECA would go back to what they did with Tulka and Razar. You know, like, why can't they stick with that modeling plan of, you know, for the fans, you know, that they talked about before? You know, well, I remember when COVID hit, they were like, you know, we're going to stop the scalpers. We're going to stop the bots. We're going to do all this stuff. But yet they're still doing these Target exclusives or this bullshit and it's like, you know, put it on the website, let people pre-order it like they did before, give a two-week window for pre-orders, and let people pre-order it. Yeah, I mean, they did that, like you said, with the Tokan Razar, and that was awesome. I did that with the Casey Jones and Raphael in Disguise, like, two-pack, mm-hmm. and, you know, it's it's just awesome, and it's it's so much easier. I, I till this day, I still don't understand why, like, Hasbro and, you know, NECA and you know, like it's all these exclusives, and it's like, look, I want to give you my money. Here's my fifty bucks. Like, mm-hmm. I'll give you my money, but if I can't find this stuff, then you know, what's the point? And then sometimes I hate to say it, but you get desperate, and in desperate times, call for desperate measures, which is buying mm-hmm. something off a scalper, and you don't right. want to do it. But like, what choice do we have? Like, we have no choice. And I think like, if these companies understand that, and and Aaron. You tell me if I'm wrong. Do you think that it's just like a marketing plan or or a, f- a, a, a void from them to like, okay, we're going to put out 65 of these figures to the Target store in New Hampshire, you know, and we're going to make it so exclusive that like they're going to want more or they're going to want us to re-release this. Like what is their way of thought in this like? I don't I don't know because I think you would sell more if you did the pre-orders versus letting it kind of go out into the masses. Like, you know, the same thing with the G.I. Joe classified series, you know. I don't understand why Hasbro has not just been like, you know what? 
we're going to take pre-orders or, you know what, we're going to just make sure that these figures are accessible to everyone. And I understand, you know, it's kind of the thrill of the hunt. You know, you want some sort of buzz. You want people talking about it. But the longer that this goes on with these figures and it, it's more frustration. And like I told you last podcast, I'm not even searching for the uh, classified series anymore. If I go and I see him, great. If, you know, if I don't find them, oh, well, because I was exhausting way too much energy just trying to find these in the stores and getting up every morning. And, you know, it just got to the point where it was like, what the hell am I doing? You know, and I feel like that's what's going, happening with NECA, you know, is that like NECA is like sending out these exclusives or whatever and nobody can get them. The scalpers are getting them just like you said, you know, they'll probably be at Target when it first opens up, you know, or, or sneak in or do whatever. And then, or get them the night before because they have a buddy that works there. And then all of a sudden it's like, well, they're going to be $200 on eBay. Yeah, yeah. And, and it's funny, man. I just read something that the G.I. Joe Classified series have been outselling like Star Wars and Marvel Legends. Like, for, I mean, I didn't even know there was that many G.I. Joe fans out there. You know, I mean, Star Wars has been around and, you know, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think Star Wars has been around longer than G.I. Joe or around the same time as G.I. Joe. Yeah, Star Wars came out in the 70s and then um, 77. And so I think the early bird toys came out around that to that time. And then G.I. Joe was in like 82. I think I think the first G.I. Joe toy was released in like 82, 83. Well, no, let me well, the three and three quarters inch G.I. Joe toy. I mean, like the 12 inch G.I. Joe has been around lo a lot longer than um, Star Wars. You know, you had the 12 inch G.I. Joes in like the, the, the 50s and 60s. So, you know, the 12-inch line for G.I. Joe was out um, a lot longer than Star Wars. But the three and three, if you're talking about the three and three quarters inch figures, um, you know, they came out after the Star Wars figures. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and you know, like for me, when it comes to G.I. Joe and Aaron, I, I started dabbling a little bit into G.I. Joe myself, man. And, and you know me. I love my turtles. You know, I love my Ghostbusters. I love like obscure anthropomorphic you know figures food fighters uh cowboys of umesa you know like those weird kind of turtle knockoff toys i love that stuff but like i really started getting into gi joe because i started rewatching the old 80s cartoon show and i was like man this is this is great and i'm so happy that the flea market is about to open up because you will see me just buying boxes of gi joes if i find them oh yeah <laughs> like i am gonna get into into collecting some gi joes now i don't know about like collecting every vehicle because i don't know and you tell me if i'm wrong aaron but do you think that the vehicles take up more space than the figures themselves oh absolutely i mean i just got i got about um i ordered them off a of facebook uh, group i got about 50 figure stands and they're just little 3d printed circles with a little peg in them but Finding stands for those guys is kind of a pain in the ass unless you unless you know somebody. I guess well, it's not a pain in the ass, but if you want the official stands, they're these little square stands that you know say GI Joe on them. You're gonna pay like five dollars a piece just for those stands because they came with the figures. But you know, so I ordered some of these and I got a whole you know I probably got I don't know twenty no I probably got 30, 30 40 figures. Um, you know, downstairs now. And yeah, I mean, you could display 40 figures probably on a uh, two foot square, you know, <laughs> two foot by two foot square. So yeah, but then you get to the vehicles, the vehicles take up the space, you know, but uh, 
Yeah, I mean, it, it's, it's again, you know, I have a few vehicles, but it's kind of what was near and dear to my heart as a kid. And, you know, we've talked about it in the past. If you want the USS flag, you know, that's going to be a, that's going to be a dining room table in most people's houses. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Aaron, uh, this is a great barbecue you have going on here. Where's your table? Uh, the buns and burgers are on top of the USS flag. Yeah, exactly. So just, just grab what you want from over there, man. Oh, man. No, nah, man. I, 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 I really love GI Joe. And like I said, I've been getting into GI Joe and He-Man. So, so yeah, man, really looking forward into keep dabbling into those lines. And speaking of more figures on the news, what's going on with these Zack Snyder's Justice League figures? Now, I saw them and I was like, these look like Chinese knockoffs. <laughs> 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 like they look like something that I ordered off the Wish app. <laughs> it's like get all eight figures for eight dollars. <laughs> That's a dollar a, a dollar a piece for each figure. <laughs> now, now, Aaron, did you see these figures, man? I I just googled it as uh, you know right before we were talking you know today, and uh, I I thought that Dark Side looked like a member of Kiss. I mean, like it just <laughs> it, it it did it looks weird, man. They look weird, but you know, I mean, I think are. are I just saw something. Are they being made by McFarlane? Uh, I, I think they are, if I'm not mistaken. Um, so, you know, McFarlane has, you know, he did the spawn. He does a lot of different, you know, uh, toys. I think he did the, he does the current DC line. There's a lot of McFarlane um, exclusives in the new uh, DC figure line that they're coming out with. So I think that's why he jumped on. But McFarlane does some pretty, uh, you know, uh, strange figures too, you know, and so I think that maybe that's where they're trying to go. They're trying to kind of merge the two together, but yeah, it's, um, they definitely look, look like, a like a wish version of normal <laughs> figures. I agree with you on that. Yeah. Um, and, and don't get me wrong. I like Mike McFarlane and the reason why there are adult collectibles is because of, McFarlane, you know, he started this whole adult collecting craze because for those that don't know, uh, Tom McFarlane used to work for Marvel. And then uh, he wrote some Spider-Man comics, drew on some Spider-Man stuff and a couple other issues. And then he stepped away from Marvel and he started his own company. And I forgot the name of the comic book company that he started. I think it was Image, if I'm not mistaken. And yeah. he took he took some of those other artists that were working for Marvel and they went with Todd. And, you know, they created Spawn, and then from Spawn, the Spawn figures uh, came out. Now, in that time, in the late 90s, mid-90s, late 90s, those Spawn figures were the first figures that were, like, done, like, very, like, articulated, sculpted very differently. Like, we've never really seen something like that. And yeah. then this this whole adult collecting craze started. So, you know, I, I, I got to give props to, like, McFarlane for starting all that, so... Yeah, I mean, I'm looking at the pictures now, and some of the figures don't look bad. You know, like uh, the black suit Superman, he he looks all right. You know, the the I, I didn't like the Flash's costume, you know, in the movie anyways. So I think the yeah. Flash looks weird. Cyborg looks a little strange. Wonder Woman looks okay. Uh, Batman looks like he ate a couple too many burritos, but that's Ben Affleck's Batman. So you know, <laughs> and then uh, you know, Aquaman Aquaman looks all right. I mean, I'm looking at kind of the lineup, but man, that dark side, that dark side just looks freaking weird. 
<laughs> yeah, man. And, you know, hey, this week, man, March 18th, Zack Snyder's Justice League, four hours long. Get your popcorn ready and your sleeping pills. Jesus. <laughs> a four-hour-long movie, man. Um, Aaron, are you going to be dabbling into this uh, <laughs> Zack Snyder Justice League remake? I mean, I'm, I'm, I probably will, but it'll probably take me two or three days to watch the damn movie. I'm not, I'm not sitting in a, I don't have time. Shit, I, I don't have time to, to sit through most things that are four hours long. Yeah, man. And, and you know what? I, I'm going to sit through it. And like you said, I don't think I'm going to sit through the whole four hours, man. I mean, that's that. I mean, what is this? Titanic part two? I mean, this, like, <laughs> this is too much, man. But yeah, I, I'm going to watch it. And I, I, I'm pretty sure the Internet's going to be on an uproar like the next day, like making fun of it. And, you know, the DC fans. Listen, I'm going to say something to all the audience out there. OK, I know this is big bickery between Marvel fans versus DC fans and DC fans were getting on Twitter like, oh, Zack Snyder is going to save the DC universe by making this great film. You'll see Marvel fans. He's going to make DC great again. And it's like, okay, is that the new slogan? Zack Snyder, make DC great again. Look, man, I like Batman. You know, I think Batman for me is like uh, a... what I love about him is that he's just a regular dude that had to train himself. Uh, not a regular dude. Well, not too regular because he is a billionaire and he can come up <laughs> with all these gadgets. You know what I'm saying? Uh, but the fact that he had to train himself and learn martial arts and he's a detective. I love Batman. Superman. Mm. Uh, I'm not a big fan of Superman, but like, you know, Marvel, I love Marvel and I like DC. So, you know, I'm happy for the DC fans that they're going to get their remake of Zack Snyder's Justice League. So, I mean, let's see what happens, man. I mean, uh, Aaron, are you expecting anything out of this movie? Are you a DC fan or a Marvel fan? Uh, I wouldn't say I'm a DC fan. I'm more of a Marvel fan. I mean, there's certain characters that I love. I love in the DC universe. You know, I- I'm, a- I'm a big Batman fan. You know, I like a lot of the villains in the Batman series. Um, you know, but I-, I would say I'm more of a Marvel fan than a DC fan. Um, but uh, yeah, I'm not. I mean, I- again, you know, I thought the other one was okay. I know that there was some issues and, you know, he had to drop out and, you know, I, like I said, you know, in the last podcast when we were talking about this with, uh, you know, I'm glad that DC allowed him to come back and do it and, you know, do it to the way he wanted to. And you know what, if it's good, great. If it sucks, you know, whatever, at least he can close the chapter on, on his book. I think it was more of a personal journey for him, not so much as, for the fans, but I hope that, you know, he did, uh, he did it. No, no pun intended. He did it justice. And, um, <laughs> and that, uh, he's happy with the end product because ultimately it was supposed to be his project from the beginning. Yeah. Yeah. Let's let, let's see what happens, man. Uh, I, I will be watching. So, so let's see what's going on with that. But, uh, Hey, here's some video gaming news, Aaron. I don't know if you saw the trailer to this, but did you see the trailer for the new Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Shredder's Revenge game that's going to come out? 
I did. I, I thought it looked amazing because it was that retro. It was based off of the the nineteen eighties cartoon. It was. It had all the the theme song. It had the 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 uh, the artwork. It had everything. I thought it was fantastic. The only question that I have is right now. I believe it's only available on PC, and I guess there are plans for it to be released to consoles, but it just it's unclear when. Um, because I would love to play this on like the switch with my son or PS4, PS5, you know, like as a digital download, I think they're going that way, but I don't know how long it's going to take before it releases on the consoles. Yeah. And you know, what's crazy, Aaron, I I think me and you one time had a conversation. We were talking about turtles in time and I was just like, why can't they make another video game that looks exactly with the same pixel art? You know, mm. just make it like a prequel or something to Turtles in Time. And yeah, I thought that that would never in a million years happen. And, you know, like last week, somebody sends me a text like, hey, Steve, have you seen this? And I was like, what is going on right now? Did the mm. turtle gods hear my conversation with Aaron? Like and I saw the gameplay and like that intro, that cinematic computer uh, CG intro. Yeah. Wow! Somebody needs to make a cartoon out of that. The way that looked, like with the old turtle designs, and, and you know it's four players. Um, it's mm-hmm. called Shredder's Revenge, and it has that Turtles in Time look. And from what I'm hearing is that the developers uh they wanted this to be sort of like a homage slash prequel to turtles in time right man they did a good job and as far as being released just on pc aaron i did hear like you said that they are gonna release it on uh gaming consoles like the switch and the ps4 now the thing is is that i know that there's a company called limited run games have you heard of limited run games aaron yeah and i don't own any of those games but i really hope they don't go that way i really hope it's just like a digital download you know and you can download it and be like all right cool you know i don't i don't want it to be a limited run game even though it probably you know will be picked up by somebody like that because like those games go for just stupid money they sell out in minutes kind of like everything that we're dealing with now yeah 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 so hopefully you know if it's a download I, I would love a physical copy. So if Limited Run does does do a physical copy like they usually do. Um, by the way, this company did do the uh, Street, Streets of Rage 4. Um, okay. So it's the same company that did Streets of Rage 4. They're doing the Turtles in Time. So, nice. man, I, I can't wait. I'm excited. I'm going to grab my pizza with anchovies and ice cream and do it up the turtle way. <laughs> <laughs> Put some gummy worms on that pizza. You know, and, and like have a good time and play this game. But uh, all right, let's get to entertainment news. And all right, Aaron, you know that, you know, our podcast is about pop culture, toys, everything, comics, movies. <sighs> let's talk about cancel culture. Oh, and there's geez. been a lot of things going on with cancel culture. Um, okay. Now, Aaron, have you heard of the term called pandering cancel culture? I uh, yes, I, I yeah, I've heard it, <laughs> I, I, and uh, it, it's it's definitely an interesting concept. All right, here's the thing. Um, you know, us growing up in the '90s and in the '80s, you know, we grew up with a lot of these uh, properties. You know, a lot of these cartoons, a lot of these movies where. 
you know, people didn't make a big deal out of certain things, whether it was, you know, gender related, racial related, um, you know, it, it wasn't such a big deal back then. Now, actually, let me correct myself. Not that it wasn't a big deal. People just didn't um, air it out, you know, to the masses like that. Mm-hmm. Growing up now, there is this cancel culture where I don't understand where people just want to cancel everything. Everything is wrong. This director did this. Let's talk about Space Jam 2. Mm-hmm. Space Jam 2 was on the news. Space Jam 2 is coming out starting LeBron James. The original was with Michael Jordan. Um, classic movie. You know, we all saw it as kids. It was amazing. And Pepe Le Pew. There was a scene with, with Pepe Le Pew where Pepe Le Pew was trying to, you know, get the attention of a female character. And he takes his hand and places it on her hand and she's like stop that i don't like that whatever and lebron james apparently in the scene lebron james was like hey man you can't do that and he spins his chair pepe le pew's chair around and pepe le pew looks at the camera and goes well i guess that's why i got a restraining order oh yeah i read that online and i was like huh long story short warner brothers who you know owns all these looney Tunes cartoons they decided to hey we need to cancel this out this is not a funny joke long story short they're gonna cancel paper le pew and yeah. when i mean cancel them i'll be like there's not gonna be anything else made of paper le pew yeah now, here's my thing aaron we all know that paper le pew's a skunk you know he's he falls in love with these women you know he's you know can I see the term aggressive towards these women? I mean, like, yeah. I think I, I think there's this thing where people are saying that it's just too rapey. Paper Le oh. Pew is too rapey towards these characters. And my whole thing is you're going to cancel a character in history, you know, forever. Why can't you just, like, change his character around? Make him different, yeah. you know? Make him different. I mean, what do you think about all, all this, Aaron? I mean, Pepe Le Pew, first of all, if you ever watched any of the old cartoons, a lot of the times he he's a skunk, yes, and a lot of a lot, all the time it's a cat, it's a black cat that somehow gets a white stripe painted on the cat, and then he believes that the cat is a a, a female skunk, and so he's trying to chase after her and profess his love to her because you know he's a, he's a little. Uh, French, you know, like, you know, skunk that wants to love and be loved and whatever. And the cat is running away from him, not because he's being aggressive, you know, sexually or whatever, running away from him because it's a cat and it's a skunk. And that's kind of the whole, the whole thing. It's two different things. Now, does Pepe Le Pew, you know, I guess, you know, does do some things that don't give consent Sure, but it's a, I mean, it's a cartoon. Like, I, I just, I don't understand the, the cancel culture of, you know, certain things. And I can understand that line, like with, with, um, you know, LeBron and Space Jam 2, that, that, you know, as soon as you said it, I was like, kind of like, oh, 
that that that's not you know a good line to be in a movie you know so like i can understand maybe while they relook at it maybe maybe have him in the movie but maybe not have him do anything egregious I don't know. It, it, it just there's so much stuff today that's like, oh, this is getting canceled. This is getting canceled. Well, we're going to cancel this. You know, um, I want to bring up the Mr. Potato Head debacle. You know, like I, I, I don't understand why we have to talk about the gender of P- Mr. Potato Head. So I guess there's no longer going to be a Mr. Potato Head and a Mrs. Potato Head. It's just going to be called Potato Head. All right. Okay. Aaron, I'm glad that you're like, because my little brother was talking to me about this the other day. And like, I, I mean, like, okay, was there like an uproar on the internet with like, just people like, I don't understand this. Like, I I don't understand it either because like even, okay, let's say you took a thousand potato head parts, boy, girl, Whatever. Now, when I say boy, girl, I mean like ears with earrings or bows or the eyes with eyelashes or the eyes without eyelashes. Like if you just took the all the parts and threw them in a thing together and then put a potato head together, you could make a potato head look like whatever you wanted to. There was no gender. You couldn't put a penis on the potato head or a vagina on the potato head. <laughs> right. You know, right. Like, like it was just a potato head. You know, but you did have a gender of Mr. and Mrs. Potato Head. Well, now they're saying is because there's no gender identity on the potato head that they're just going to call it Potato Head. Okay, okay. All right, here's my thing. Like, I get it. We're living in different times. And, you know, now, did Mattel do Mr. Potato Head? It was Uh, that Hasbro. No, I believe it. I believe it was Mattel. I think it was Mattel. Like, look, I get it. We're living in different times, and I think ha- a lot of these big time companies like Mattel, they're like, look, we need to change things around. You know, we can't have a Mister or Mrs. There shouldn't be no gender. It should be gender neutral because, like, I know that there are you know people out there that don't like to be called like he or she. You know, it's g- gender neutral. Uh, plural uh, pronouns, you know, this all these things, and you know, my whole thing is just like, okay, like we grew up with these toys like this. Like, I don't see it as a bad thing. Now, again, this is my opinion for those listening right now. I don't see it as a bad thing of having a Mister and a Missus. And I get that we're living in different times, but like when you have a company like Mattel you know literally just rebrand the whole thing i mean what if it wasn't a mr potato head it could have been mr carrot or (laughs) you Mm -hmm. know like yeah letters it it is hasbro so i just kind of googled it just to make sure that we're we're clear it's it's hasbro and and basically they're dropping the mr you know um it's it's setting a new standard i guess uh an lgbtq advocacy group applauded the genderless toy potato um you know it says, quote, Hasbro is helping kids simply see toys as toys, which encourages them to be their authentic selves outside of the pressures of traditional gender norms, end quote. So, like, I mean, I get it. But at the same time, when I played with a potato head, I don't think I ever called it Mr. Potato Head. I called it Potato Head. So it doesn't really matter to me. And, like, you know, okay, I put girl eyes or girl earrings and I gave it a mustache. Like, like, like I, I just don't. I don't understand why these lines have to be drawn, you know, so like in the sand, like it, to me, to me, 
I, I guess I understand it. You don't want to put gender norms on a on a kid, and I think that's why they're you know they're trying to change as much as this stuff as 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 they can. And I get it. Like I think they're trying to say like you know like because you know I teach I teach women self defense, and you know I, I want to kind of get into this. And you know nice. when when you when you see two when you see, see two little boys playing you know war together you know you know what do you say oh that's just boy be boys being boys right? right if you saw two little girls playing war together a lot of times it, that gets stopped because mm. why because they say that's not ladylike right right so i understand gender norms and i understand that and so like i i, I guess i kind of understand the potato head thing but like as I guess as a kid, I never really, you know, thought like, oh, well, I can't put this on the potato head because it's a boy potato head. And I can't put this on a girl potato head because it's a potato head. No, the, the, like when you went to go dig in the bucket of parts, you had boy and girl toys, you know, parts in those, you know, in that bucket. And you just made a potato head. Yeah. You know. Yeah, Sorry. yeah, and, and no, 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 no. Like I mean, like I, I, it's it's great to hear that because like especially since you teach women self defense, and that's awesome, Aaron. Like I just found something out that I didn't even know. <laughs> Aaron's gonna be my sensei, my master splinter. <laughs> so no, that's awesome, man. Yeah, I mean, like listen, like I'm all for the LBG. TQ community, you know, I have friends, I have friends that are, you know, uh, part of the community and I love them with all my heart, all of them, you know, so, um, I mean, if, if this is the state that we're living on, then this is the state that we're living on. And, and, you know, going back to cancel culture, like also like Lola Bunny was redesigned for Spaceman, Space Jam 2 because in the first one, I guess they said that her boobs and butt were too big and she was over-sexualized that now they just made her... <laughs> you know, no pun intended, just flat. <laughs> so yeah, and, and no I curves. Mean, like, again, you know, I, I, I when you watch the original Space Jam and you see Bugs Bunny, you see Lola Bunny, and but Lola, but first and foremost, Lola Bunny was the star of the basketball team. You know, right. like she, yeah, was, she the was the only one. one that could play basketball and yep, keep yep. up with Michael Jordan. You know yep. what I mean? So like when when. As 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 sexualized as she was in the movie, she was the best athlete out of the Looney Tunes in the movie. Right, right, right. So right, right. you know, like I feel like people forget that part. You know what I mean? So like, it, it, I think there was some Jessica Rabbit vibes going on there. You know, with with Lola Bunny. But I mean, again, think about how popular Jessica Rabbit was, and like think how popular Lola Bunny was when that movie came out. And then now all of a sudden it's like, well, you know, almost like the inner feminist in me, I guess. <laughs> like we're getting political. I don't want to get political, but like it, it, it is what it is. Right. And, and, and I guess it's like, well, so are you saying that you can't be a, um, a, a good looking woman and be good at basketball? And then I like, right, like, right. I don't know, like, so, but I understand like, like I understand why they're trying to change it. I understand. Like I get it, but like I just I, I don't know. Like and maybe I'm overstepping my bounds. I don't want to offend anybody. I, I I I I I just don't understand why every every time they do this, it's like it gets backpedaled. You know what I mean? Like because I I, I guess I guess like you know the the kind of why can't you just 
leave stuff alone, but I know that in like you said in this in this day and age, there's so many things that are, um, I guess quote unquote offensive to different people, like the Dr. Seuss thing, and and you know we'll kind of jump into that real quick. Yeah, I I understand that. I mean, first of all, there were the five books that I don't think I ever read as a kid, and no, it I wasn't. Read... Can I ask you a question real quick? Because yeah. like I I haven't really like explore the uh the whole history about that yet and, and i'm trying to learn more about this whole dr seuss thing because um i guess like the uh the estate of the dr seuss like the family you know right. they're they were like okay you know what let's just get rid of these books you know right. they're like this is causing you know a whole uproar but well, what well, were these books it wasn't causing an uproar they did this preemptively so so nobody had said i want these books canceled Okay. Nobody had said like it was the it was the decision of the estate to say, you know what, we don't want these books in, in, in publication anymore because of the the depictions that they um, depict either minorities, Asian um, uh, and Asian cultures. So like they were just like, you know what, I do, we don't want to publish these books anymore. So that was their decision. And because they made that decision, it, it just blew up like I don't know, like. It, it was talking about like you know how you know I guess there was some um, uh, uh, Asian uh, uh, individuals drawn weird. Um, I think there was some minority individuals drawn um, strangely, and it was just more like okay, well, we're going to cancel these books because we don't want these books in publication anymore going forward um, because of this type of depiction of you know the individuals, kind of like. Like when Land Lakes decided to get rid of the Indian as their logo, or like Aunt Jemima, they decided to get rid of Aunt Jemima. So did you, you know? hear the whole? Did you hear the whole joke about the Land Lakes thing? Yeah, they they got rid of the Indian, but they kept the land. <laughs> yeah, it's like all and right, that, and th that's a big ouch, by the way. I mean, like, please don't. Like, I don't. I don't have that feeling. Like, like that's it's a messed up. But yeah, it is, it, it, it's, is. it it. it it, but Land the Lakes, you know, I was. It, it's funny because I was actually talking to my wife about this yesterday. You know, Land the Lakes is a real place. Like it's Land of Lakes, Florida. You know, oh, I, and, I didn't even know that. Yeah, and so you know, we I believe that's where the this company was started from. So like, it's a it's a name of a real place. It's not like just oh, Land the Lakes, like kind of like <laughs> you know, okay, okay. But, uh, yeah. So I, I don't know it. it the the whole thing is um it's really interesting it's it, it's I, I i guess i understand certain aspects of it but i just feel like when is enough not when is enough enough and i don't want to say that it's like when, when i guess where does this stop you know can you no longer have a barbie doll you know can you no longer have a gi joe doll are you just going to have a doll that yeah, has boy, yeah, that has uh, boy and girl clothing in it, like you can't call a you know I don't know like I guess, I guess where does where does the especially with the potato head thing I mean okay it's called potato head and are they gonna make a potato head with boy uh you know potato head parts and girl potato head parts and put them together because that that seems like the way it's going. 
Yeah, and listen, man. Wow, <laughs> we're getting political on this episode. Serial Box Price Podcast. Can I just say this disclaimer? The views and opinions on the host are not, <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> like, like. Listen, guys. Like, these are just me and Aaron's opinions, you know. And, and I want everybody to know, listening, that you know, we give support to every community Absolutely. out there. Absolutely. You know, we support every community, whether you're. You know, in the LBGTQ community, you know, uh, yeah. I have I have Native American friends too. You know, I just want to say that we support all you guys, man, and, and and we stand for what we stand for. And the only reason why we're bringing up these issues is because it is part of pop culture. You know, this is stuff that's going on on the news right now. This is part of pop culture. You know, things that we like and things are changing. You know, they're not yeah. the same anymore. And you know, listen. We're not here to talk about like, you know, our religious views or anything like that. But these are topics that I want to bring up with right. you guys and Aaron because it's on the news, you know, and sometimes it's good to talk about these things. And I don't know. I just feel like uh, with cancel culture, you know, same thing with Gianna Corallo with the whole Star Wars thing right. and, you know, just everything that's going on. And I I, I think there's going to be a big change with toy companies movies like things are there's gonna be a lot of thought going into a lot of these properties man when things are getting released so so yes and and let let me say that too you know like i support the lgbtq community i support you know um you know all all the communities all the active you know activists you know I, i want equal rights i want you know all that stuff i just i think that you know being you know i guess be being in um you know, Steve and I were born in in the in the 70s and 80s. You know, and like I guess there wasn't as much of a um, cancel culture as there was as there is today. So I think both Steve and I, you know, like sure we have our opinions, but I think also we're we're trying to learn more. You know, we're trying to 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 learn. You know, why kind of these changes are are being made because you know. Not that it really affects anything in our childhood, but it's just more curiosity. Um, uh, and so, like, it, it's just it's just interesting, you know, but like, I get it because that um, I was watching um, Bill and Ted yesterday. Bill and Ted's excellent adventure. okay. Great movie, right? Yes, yes. there is there is one part though, that I cringed at. and I'm like, ooh, why would they do that? You know, like, why, why is that? Why is that even in the movie? So at, at the part where they go to medieval, the medieval times and they become knights and they become whatever, you know, um, they uh, Ted falls down the stairs and, or or uh, yeah. Yeah, Ted falls down the stairs. He gets stabbed. Bill thinks he's dead. They 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 figure out that he's not. He rolled out of the armor in time, whatever. They give each other a hug, and then they say a very um, homosexual de- derogatory term. I'm not going to say it. It starts yeah. with a. It starts with an F. I'll you know I I don't agree with this term. Yeah. And I was like, what? I never noticed that in the Bill and Ted movie. And right. I was like, why is that in there? You know. And I, it was just such a weird thing to be in the movie. And then I Googled it afterwards and people are like, yeah, this one part in Bill and Ted, like I, w- I refuse to watch Bill and Ted because of this one part. And I was like, you know what? Like, I get it. 
I understand it. So, like, I understand that aspect of cancel culture where, like, it could just be one little thing in, in a movie or one part in a, in, a, in a TV show. And it's like, you know what? You know, I, I don't want to watch it anymore. And it really kind of was like, wow. You know, it opened my eyes to something that, like, in the 80s when this movie was produced that probably was commonplace to maybe throw this term around or whatever. But, like, now it's, like, unacceptable. You know, so I get it. Yeah, you cannot get away with that nowadays. Things, things, things are not the same. And it's funny because, um, you know, I remember watching a cartoon. It was a fog, foghorn, leghorn, that yeah. giant chicken. Yeah, and he was. I remember this cartoon, and it was he was taking care of that little child chicken, and but it was like a a, a nerdy kind of chicken with like the big glasses, whatever. Right. And he was trying to hook up with the mother of this kid and the mother's like hey listen take care of my kid and i'll be back so he's trying to impress her and he's like come on boy let's go play some baseball right and he's like throwing the baseball at the kid and the kid's not swinging he's like come on boy you gotta swing right so when he throws the ball like he's still not swinging so foghorn goes up to the kid and he goes what's the matter with you boy are you one of these and he just shakes his right hand Uh and i'm like whoa i'm like did i just see something from a 1950s cartoon show where he's literally putting like you know a derogatory kind of statement out there and again i can see how that would bother somebody you know and and you know again having friends you know they're in that community and they're great friends of mine's like and, and again again we're gonna say this again me and aaron support everybody Mm-hmm. You know, these are just things we're talking about because, you know, yeah. there's pop culture it's part of entertainment. But right. I can definitely see that, Aaron, man, how, how different that could have been. Yeah. Yeah. And and you know what? I think I think, you know, I speak for both of us when it's just like I think we just want to learn more about it, you know, like learn more about the cancel culture and and yeah. why and I guess kind of the, the stuff behind it, because, you know, I mean, to me, it's interesting and, you know, I guess, you know, I, you know, the first and foremost, being educated about a topic is the most important. Right. And, and I think and I think a lot of times having conversations, you know, um, with people that are affected by this stuff is probably the most that's where the most fruition comes from. Right. Because when you have conversations and you can un- and you can see somebody else's point of view, then you kind of have that meet in the middle moment where you're you have that aha moment of, OK, I can see why this can be offensive to you. Yeah. Yeah. Wow, man. We just went on this whole uh, cancel culture <laughs> political talk, man. And again, you know, zero box prize. We don't really do a lot of political talk man but uh hey don't forget biting 2025 <laughs> no just kidding <laughs> but yeah man uh it's just and like you said Aaron, uh these are just things that it's good to learn about you know and, and just keep an eye out for uh things that are going on and yeah. you know the entertainment and pop culture and just you know just worldly news um before we finish up the show two things coming to america too Let's get back to some some news, some some you know some. Let's let's make it happy one more time. Um, yeah. Aaron, did you see Coming to America too? I I haven't watched it yet. No. Have you seen the first one? Yes. <sighs> okay. Let me just say this. What the hell was going on in part two? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I I haven't watched it yet. You tell um, me. Um, I will say this. Okay, Eddie Murphy and Arsenio Hall, they are on point. 
they come back. By the way, they bring everybody back from the original movie. Everybody's That's back. Awesome. Louis, Louis Anderson is back. I was I couldn't yeah. believe he was back. Um, all the characters that we remember are back, man. And uh, the thing is, is that like again, Eddie Murphy and Arsenio Hall did a great job coming back as their characters. I just right. feel like the writing felt really flat. Um, and if you guys haven't seen it, I'm not going to spoil it for you guys. But the whole plot is that, you know, Eddie Murphy um, doesn't have a son. He has three daughters and he needs a son to take over his throne. Uh, Wesley Snipes is in the movie. He does a great job acting. And uh, Wesley Snipes is telling Eddie Murphy, like, listen, uh, I want somebody to marry my daughter. Do you have somebody? And he doesn't have a son. And Wesley Snipes is making fun of him. Well, you know, how can you have somebody take care of your throne if you're dead and, you know, you don't have a masculine person or a man to take over for you? And Arsenio, Arsenio Hall ends up telling Eddie Murphy that he does have a son. Now, here's the thing is that Leslie Jones is in the film and apparently Eddie Murphy in the movie had a son with Leslie Jones. I won't reveal how that how that happened, but uh I'll let you guys watch the movie. Uh, in my opinion, um, I'll give the movie out of 100, I'll give it like a 75%, maybe like a 70. Again, like a lot of the jokes fell flat. Um, to me, Eddie Murphy and Arsenio Hall, you know, they they, they were amazing. Uh, they, did a, they did a great job. Uh, Mac, what was it? McDowell's? <laughs> they got the whole McDowell's joke, and now McDowell's is all over the world. It's in Africa now. So it's great, man. Like, like they're, they're, all the characters came back. I, I just feel like the jokes just fell flat. Like, yeah. I wasn't laughing as much at all the parts. But uh, I mean, I haven't seen Bill and Ted's new movie. Did you see the new Bill and Ted? Uh, no, Aaron? no, I haven't watched that one either. That, that I haven't, I haven't really kind of been, you know, drawn into to watch some of these like newer movies, these newer reboots, you know. Um, I like my wife has Amazon Prime. I know the uh, uh, coming to to America, um, was, <laughs> yeah. Which which I was like, why couldn't I, I? don't know. Like I thought about that, and I was like, that to 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 have the same title just like with a pun instead of coming to America, it's coming to America. <laughs> like like I mean, you couldn't have thought of anything more original than that. Like I don't know. Uh, you know, uh, it's it's like. And then you know the the new Bill and Ted movie. I mean, it didn't it didn't do that well. <laughs> but no, I, I haven't watched it. Um, I don't I don't know. It's just there hasn't been really anything that's like well, I gotta watch this. You know, like I, I think the last one that I'm trying to think of like the last movie that that like came out that was like I have to watch this. I don't I don't even know. I yeah. I. I mean, but obviously we're living in a time of COVID, you know, we're living in a time where movies are, are being produced, um, you know, uh, when they can and as safely as they can. And it's just a different time. And so I, I think that, you know, and it's weird, you know, we've talked about this before with movie theaters not being open and all that stuff. So I don't know. I think that it's just hopefully something comes out soon that I'm like, OK, I got to watch this. Yeah, definitely, man. Oh, but yeah, the, the the King Kong versus Godzilla. You know, Ooh, when the, yes. when that comes when that comes out, I think I think that that's gonna be one that I'm gonna be like, all right, 
I think me and you are both looking at, really excited for Godzilla and Kong and the Mortal Kombat movie coming out yes, in April. Yes, so, yes. Those are two films that are, I'm really excited about, and, and I can't wait. But for those that are going to watch Coming to America, again, these are just my opinions on the film. You know, some some people might like it, some people might not. Again, I'm just giving my opinion, but check it out. It's on Amazon Prime. If you have a Prime account, you can watch it there for free. Um, and a little bit of sad news, and I don't want to end the, the podcast with this, but we have to pay respect to this man, um, Lou Ottens. Aaron, do you know who Lou Ottens is? I, Lou? I, I don't. I don't, unfortunately. So Lou Ottens was the inventor of the cassette tape. And he died uh, last week at the age of 94. Uh, In 1960, he led a team that developed the initial portable tape recorder. He then introduced the first cassette tape at a Berlin electronics fair three years later. The slogan back then, smaller than a pack of cigarettes. So he invented the cassette tape, and the slogan was, it's smaller than a pack of cigarettes, which it really, really is. And this man changed history, man, because, you know, we had 8-track, we had vinyl, you know, and, you know, he created the cassette tape, man. And come mm-hmm. on, man, who has not had a cassette tape? I think a lot of people all over the world has had cassette tapes, man. And this man, like, literally changed the electronics game forever yeah. man yeah and uh i would say the people born after the year 2000 probably don't have a cassette tape <laughs> yeah <laughs> i mean if you were born after the 90s man you're probably growing up with mp3s and you CD know players and all yeah. that other stuff so but if you're 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 a child of the 80s you had cassettes yeah 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 and the thing is is that like you know the portable tape quickly took over man because you gotta understand that people had home decks which gave way to boom boxes and people had in-dash car models you know so it's like it really changed the way not only that but you can record on it i remember like hitting play and record at the same time when you're listening Mm -hmm. to your favorite radio song and making those mixtapes you know your own mixtapes here's dj aaron in the morning in the morning morning. (laughs) yeah buddy i remember i remember making my but you had to call into the radio station to request a song then you had to wait like two hours and then all right here's the request from steve going out you know and it's like oh yeah yeah like we gotta press record right away yeah, yeah, definitely, man. It was great, man. So, you know, I just want to say, uh, bring that out there that, you know, we have to recognize this man. This is somebody in pop culture that he changed the electronics game, you know. And I, again, if you were born in the 80s and you lived through the 90s, most likely you had a cassette tape. And, you know, we had to pay respect to this man. So, Lou Alton, like, I salute you, sir. Thank you for contributing, you know, what you did, you know, to all of us uh, with this compact cassette tape man and it's smaller than a pack of cigarettes um but yeah man wow we just you know my goal today uh was to i want to bring something out to the audiences man and uh aaron our last podcast Mm -hmm. got a lot of comments and there was this one fan who really loved it man and we kept going back and forth commenting and I don't know if you saw the comments to the our Pokemon segment that we did, yeah, where you yeah, explaining yeah. everything. Yeah. But uh, yeah, man, this this one 
fan, this one listener was like, man, you guys gave us a college course on Pokemon card <laughs> training. And uh, he gave us a good review, man. He liked it. And you know what? It, it, it was happy, man. Like, it, it brought a, a, a good thing to my heart that, you know, it's almost going to come a year of us doing this. And there are actually people out there listening to this, man. Yeah, you know, man. somebody was commenting back and forth with me, and he was loving the show, man. And it's like, you know, I know as for us, you know, we wake up and, you know, we woke up today. It's like right out of bed. All right, let's podcast. Let's see. Let's see if we have the energy to do this, man. But, you know, we're doing it and, and we love it. And, you know, I just want to say thank you for those that are listening and, you know, that are commenting. And me and Aaron, we greatly appreciate it, man. So thank you, everybody, man. Definitely, definitely. And, you know, if you want to hear something or if you want to discuss something or if you just want to educate us on something, you know, like, please comment. We, we like interacting with everybody. We, we want to get more of those types of, <coughs> excuse me, interactive um, uh, 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 things going on in the future. So, like, if you want to if you want to talk to us, message us, you know, you know where to find us. YouTube, Anchor FM, you know, Steve, Steve will do his spiel in a second here where, where he'll get tongue tied just like a cereal box prize podcast. You can find us at, <laughs> but, uh, you know, like, no, definitely the, uh, the more interaction we get, um, you know, that, that user that commented and was going, commenting back and forth with you, I, I texted Steve, I said, you know, that that's the kind of traction that we want. That's the kind of traction that we need. You know, just just getting those comments, those likes, the views. So, you know, if you like it, great. You know, just give us a comment, leave us a like. If you want us to discuss something in the next podcast, let us know. Yes, and with that, like Aaron said, I'm gonna say my spiel. <laughs> so, <laughs> follow us on Facebook at Zero Box Prize Podcast. Uh, don't forget to also like and subscribe to us on YouTube. That's Zero Box Prize Podcast. Follow us on Instagram at Zero Box Prize Podcast. Also, anchor.fm, Zero Box Prize Podcast. And 2021 is going to be different, guys. And before we sign out, there's going to be changes to the YouTube channel. So we're going to just start doing video cast. So the YouTube channel is just going to be us in video. It's going to be more highly edited. Uh, YouTube's going to be for that. So if you want to see the podcast, the video version of it with like, you know, all the effects and everything, you can go on YouTube and watch it there. If you want to listen to the audio portion of it, go to anchor.fm. So we are working on that right now. There's going to be changes because we, Aaron brought up a good point. There are more people that actually like seeing, watching, you know, us on video to two grown ass men talking about toys. Uh, people love that for some odd reason. I mean, I do the same thing too. watch other people talk about toys. Uh, so yeah, so the YouTube channel is going to be going through some changes and anchor.fm follow us there for the audio. Uh, and I will be taking some toy pictures and posting them up on Instagram. So yes, nice. Follow us on all those guys. And uh, with that, Aaron's wearing a, a flea market fresh t-shirt that i just noticed <laughs> which is which is awesome I, I i'm loving that i need to get me one of those for the flea market but we will be wearing our technodrome shirts uh as soon as the flea market opens <laughs> yeah i gotta lose some weight it was a little tight <laughs> <laughs> but with that thank you guys thank you to listening uh Aaron, anything you want to say before we get out of here nah man everything's great stay safe wear your mask 
uh, you know, and, and <laughs> I could do like the Price is Right and then spay and neuter your cats and, and dogs. Uh, <laughs> but uh, no, uh, no, just stay safe. You know, we're getting through this. We're, we're almost there. I think that, you know, in a couple more months, you know, we'll be we'll be back to normal, you know, hopefully by at least, you know, August or September. But just do your part. You know, we'll, we, we'll get through this. We've gotten through a year of this so far. And let's just keep on going and uh, happy hunting for all you toy hunters out there. Don't get discouraged and uh, just keep on keeping on. Yes, yes. And with that, we are out.